thoughts with Jessica and Mikey. Scattered thoughts with Jessica and Mikey. Welcome to Scattered. Welcome. Oh my God, I can't Take talk. Two. Welcome to Scattered Thoughts podcast with Jessica and Mikey. That's Jessica, and that's Mikey. Check this out. Why are you trembling for? I think of it's the coffee. I think it's the coffee. I kid you not. <laughs> I was like, what? I, I feel so weird right now. Like you my hands. So maybe you're just nervous. My hands are shaking. Because oh, of what we're the, talking about today. No, it's I'm just the kidding. episode. I don't even know exactly what we're talking about. So Jessica got me. I can't even give Jessica credit, but I'm going to take it anyways. Or I'm going to give it to you anyways. <laughs> Jessica gave me her coffee. that Because um, I don't know. You had a lot of coffee today. So. I did not have a lot of coffee. You made a pour over. I made myself a pour over. Yes. And then my friend Joanna, shout shout out to Joanna, graciously. Joanna! (sighs) I shouted it. Did you not say shout Joanna? Okay. Anyway, (laughs) Joanna graciously got me Phil's coffee when she came to pick up her order. And then. So thank you for ordering from Fancy Flavors and thank you for giving Jessica. Coffee free coffee which came to me i think you felt bad for me because i was upstairs i was working it was still earlier in the day i was a little tired Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. did have your pour over coffee i did so i think you graciously yeah and you know how much i like how much i was suffering and was like this poor guy has a lot of work to do let's give him a boost sure of caffeine the problem is it took me forever to drink it and now I can't. You're jittery. Yeah, my hands are shaky like a mofo. I think it's in your head. I think it's in your head. I could be low on blood sugar. I haven't really eaten much today. Yeah, I don't think I ate that much either. We had a croissant. I had a croissant. You had a muffin. Oh, I I had a a bagel. What did you eat this morning for breakfast? I didn't have breakfast. Okay. I was working. So I pretty much. Problem. I ate. I drank the coffee on a on empty stomach. stomach, which usually is a bad idea because I'm then in the bathroom. But it wasn't too bad. Quickly, but no, not today. Interesting. Okay. I'm eating a high chew right now, and Jessica hates. No, you hate that. I, it's not me. I do. I mean, but I, don't I don't like when, when I you do smack. It. Don't smack the your mouth when you're eating. Don't smack that dunce Okay. It's like ASMR, which I do hate the sound of people chewing, swallowing, even whispering I bothers me. I actually feel like when people are doing the asmr with macaroons it's actually not that bad i kind of enjoy it and i don't I think like it's the actually, crunch i like, like I it know. i don't know i i it find it kind me, of soothing it reminds me of being in school back at the library mm-hmm. when it's super quiet and someone pulls out a bag of doritos and then just starts like oh, oh i like that noise <gasps> see i like oh, the crunching noise it. maybe that's just me because then it makes me want to eat it too i don't know that's just me though um it bothers me but I, i'm really i'm kind of i'm kind of nervous about the i i, <laughs> I have, think you'll be fine i drink coffee though it is pete's or was it Phil's? Phil's. Any more stronger than, did she give me like cold brew? I drink no. cold brew at Trader Joe's. I think you're just in your head. You oh, literally yeah. had it like a couple hours ago. It should have So then this is probably faded. something else. Check yeah. WebMD. What does this mean? Cancer? Oh my gosh. Yep. Don't joke around. No, Five bucks says it's cancer. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I have tea. And I think we should always, I should always have tea. Any type of tea. So you don't like coffee anymore? No, no, no. I mean like, oh, sorry. I should have finished like that thought. I think it was in your head more than it was. <laughs> I feel like I should listeners. always have tea when we do a podcast episode. Why not coffee? Well, I don't know. I just kind of. You're all about coffee. And then also you're trying to practice the pour over technique. So that way you can eventually provide that as a product at your yes. business. Correct? Yes. And yet you're jumping to the dark side and going with tea. I mean, I like tea. 
Is this okay? Tea or tea? coffee? Whatever. It could be milk tea. It could be regular tea. It could be iced tea. It could be coffee tea. So it could be anything. Anything. Okay, that's fine. I have a question. Yes. If, are you done talking about this tea? Okay, co- go ahead. Yes, sir. Are you sure that you still want kids? I know. I was going to ask you the same thing. Ask me. Are you sure you still want kids? Yes. And the reason <laughs> is because they will be ours. Okay, back it up. Explain why we're asking this question to each other. So my mother is taking care of two young children. One is seven and one is two years old. And for the majority of the day, she puts me in charge of the gr- little girl who's two years old. And what about the boy? The he boy old enough to do his own thing. No, he's uh, at school. He's at most school. Of the day. That's why. So it's like I don't really spend a lot of time with him, but I spend a lot of time with the little girl, which she's super adorable. I think she's like so cute, and she follows me around everywhere, and she helps me out all the time, which is really nice. But it does, as children are, it does get very it does become a lot of work and i don't know it just it's a lot of work and then when the the brother comes home from school oh man it's a ton of work it's like double for trouble both of them yeah because they both hype each other up all the time and then the little girl wants your attention and then the boy wants your attention exactly and then the little girl's like following the boy and he's he's getting annoyed or he's getting i don't know just like over her sometimes like sometimes he'll take care of her and sometimes he's like oh i don't want to you know and she doesn't she doesn't uh talk yeah so she's like babbling she just kind of walks around and just things don't really phase her really yeah so it does get it becomes super overwhelming especially when i have a ton of work to do and they're just all up in my business i feel bad for the boy because he's five years older than her so her being two years old obviously she requires more attention and care and just looking over right he doesn't understand that he doesn't see it so he probably looks at it as like man why is she getting a lot of attention mm-hmm. why am i getting kind of neglected blah 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 and this is a huge reason why i want to have kids closer together in age right um you know me and alex were a year i think like 14 16 months apart mm-hmm. you know i don't know the math off the top of my head but you know that was close enough that i think both of us needed attention at the same time you know, right. sure, yeah. Alex was younger than me, but I was, you know, when he was like an infant, I was just barely older than him. I was a toddler when he was like, you know, Tara's mm-hmm, age, mm-hmm. Tara's the girl that Jess's mom is babysitting. She's two right now. I would have been like three. So mm-hmm. it's like still exactly. close enough. Very I don't close. think there'd be enough of a gap like there is with Tyler and um, Tara to where I would I would have noticed that, oh, right. Alex is getting more attention than me. Right. And so, I think this is the same, the same as that I was. Well, I was also younger, so I don't I don't think I really noticed. But there's like that a three year gap between you and your sister, right? Yeah. But if I got more attention, I don't think I would have noticed it. Well, yeah, you wouldn't. <laughs> Maybe but I wonder she would have. Your sister you know? Cindy did. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of why I would like to have kids. But it's not fair of, of me. To be like, to let you pump out a child and then be like, okay, let's go back at it again. Because I mean, you might be exhausted. Your body might be healing. Well, that's why we start with two. We start with twins. Get the twins. And then we'll see. We have twins we'll see to be done. There. One and done. <laughs> Just twins. And that would, it would be a lot of work up front. And work. it would be, I'm sure, just driving me crazy. Maybe mm-hmm. us crazy. But once they got out of the, the that, I really feel once they age. get older. Yeah, yeah. Once they get closer to like the double digits, man, I feel like it's gonna be a little bit easier. Different yeah. challenges along uh-huh. the way, don't get me wrong. But oh my gosh, the amount of attention and time and oh, I know focus they and take. And I'm just like, oh age. my gosh, it's it's kind of to the point where it's it's uh overwhelming and it zaps a lot of my energy. And so instantly I'm just like, I'm exhausted from this. Like 
So I don't know how mothers do it. I don't know how parents do I it. I want to be able to just be like, you know, go play, do whatever. But I'm worried that they're going to run into something and stick a fork in the out in an electrical outlet and like, mm-hmm. you know, pick up something that's dirty and put it in their mouth. And like, I don't know, just get into a bunch of trouble. Things fall on them. They climb up on things, jump off and hurt themselves. Like there's so many things, which, OK, if it was my full time job, which is why I think having our own kids is OK, because they are going to be my our own blood, you know, mm-hmm. flesh and blood. Yeah. And I think have more invested in them and it will i brought them into this world so it's my responsibility no offense but your mom agreeing to babysit and then kind of pushing it on you and pushing it not really pushing it on me but i see how much you're stressing and you're you know like trying to balance a lot on your plate Mm -hmm. so i want to come and help you and then i'm like why am i watching these strangers you know what i mean like no offense to them the kids are great it's more of like we didn't sign up for this. Responsibility-wise, not really ours. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> I don't want to be rude. I agree to watch, like maybe in the future, my cousins have kids or Alex, my brother has a kid. You know, if I agree to watch them, okay, I chose that. It's my responsibility. Right, exactly. I can't complain. Wouldn't be fair of me to push it on someone else. No offense to your mom. But that's why I'd be very careful with who I decide to babysit for. Mm-hmm. When it comes to our kids, like I said, I'm going to have to look in the mirror and be like, suck it up, dude. You made this happen. Yeah, That's a little version of you. Or a little version of Jessica. And I, I'm, I also feel that like, let's say I had a regular nine to five job and then I had to take care of these kids and it wouldn't be as bad because then I'd be like, cool, I can still just be exhausting. I would be exhausted. But then at the same time, I don't have other things that are, you know, vying for my attention except for the kids, you know, so it's like, oh, so you're not talking about I'm talking uh, about you're about not putting stress on the time frame nine to five. You're talking about a job that you can clock in, get to work, clock, clock out, out, leave it at work and empty your mind. Exactly. And, and then you're free for the night to focus on you. Exactly. Yeah. But because you have your own business, you got business on the brain all the time. All the time. 24/7. I have to answer. Yeah. When I'm not like between baking, I have to answer emails or I have to do this. I have to prep this and I have to get things ready and wash, you know, all these. Yeah, so and you're also like thinking about social media and you have to communicate with, you know, maybe not me so much because I'm not helping as much nowadays, but like, you know, Danny, your cousin, and mm-hmm, you're reaching out to people mm-hmm. who are going to help you with future events. And then you're contacting exactly. your real estate broker who's trying to help you find a storefront. Like there's a lot of stuff on your plate. It's not just like, okay, I'm going to 9am. I'm going to start my work 5pm. I'm going to stop. Mm-hmm, you're just, yeah. if you did that, it would not work out as well. You would be, I think, limiting yourself so much and it would probably just create more of a mess than mm-hmm. anything because things would just get backed up and yeah, things would kind of fall definitely. apart. But in time, you know, I know you're stressed out about the whole storefront thing. Today we went and checked out a couple locations and there's a lot of, to me, there's a lot of factors that come into play, you know, when looking for a, a spot, not just the physical location, right? But then it's kind of like the price that, you know, what's the mortgage like? I know What's exactly. The, do we have to build a kitchen or is there already a kitchen in there? Right. What are the surrounding, you know, businesses? Are they going to help bring in more customers right, and foot traffic? Exactly. There's a lot of, and those are just a few of the things. I know, and it's a small handful. I know you've been waiting for years now. You wanted to do this last year in 2018. Mm-hmm. And because we're getting married, we decided it wasn't the best time yeah, to be doing. Yeah, put a pin in it. Yeah, to put a pin in it. So now you're taking <laughs> the pin out. You're trying to push forward with it but what are you noticing or you're learning is that it's actually it's harder it takes time (laughs) it takes a lot of time because there's not a whole lot of commercial real estate that's just out there ready for the grabbing because i went in thinking like okay this is what i'm looking for a b c d e you know and i told my broker i was like this is what i want this is what i'm looking for he came back with a couple locations and it's like okay then you started to see a little too expensive yeah you started to see the first thing that jumped out was like 
either size of the location, like square footage mm-hmm. being a little bit too big or too small or whatnot. And then you notice like, oh my gosh, these places come with price tags. Yeah, they come with price for tags. For the specific areas you want. Exactly. Which, and then not only that, it's like I wanted a place that was previously a kitchen or some type of uh, restaurant or whatever food establishment. That's what I was looking for. Because that would make it cheaper for you. You'd save money exactly. not build. having to build out a, a kitchen. Exactly. But now I'm noticing, um, you know, there are no, <laughs> there aren't any. Like, not a lot. A lot of people who have them are still using them. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And it's like, n- there's none available really. Or if they are available, it's not in a good location that i ideally would like to be in so that's kind of like the struggle that i'm I'm facing with now so i'm kind of like okay scrap that idea i have to find a brand new place that has nothing and i have to just build a kitchen and you're accepting the fact that you're gonna have to most likely take out a loan so you can afford to build out a kitchen exactly yes okay so yeah so that's the process now but now it's like oh the places that i still want like the ideal cities and everything it's just too expensive and I just can't afford something like that. Not for my first location. And I'm thinking, yeah. oh, if I had like location number two, then yes, I would probably most likely jump at that opportunity because it's like, oh, I'm, I'm more experienced and I know what I'm looking for and I know how to talk to my clients and everything like that. But what does your business mentor say? She actually thinks you don't need to have that big spot in yeah. the middle of like She's, a metropolitan area exactly, where all these yeah. foot all these high-end classy people are mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. all this foot traffic is you know I know that's your ideal client right but she believes that no matter where you are you can almost create a demand and be you can build up the brand so much that people will come out of their way to come visit you mm-hmm, right? exactly yeah so that's what she's thinking she's she's more of like go with the more affordable place because you don't want to spend your entire revenue on rent you know yeah that wouldn't and it's it's basically like i'm just living paycheck to paycheck just to pay off my rent which is not really ideal either the problem with that is that i feel like you went entirely the opposite direction and was like cool let's just focus on the cheapest and then man that was that pulled up a lot of really sketchy like yeah that we just checked out today sketchy run down areas areas that don't bring in a lot of like uh household revenue um areas that were not nowhere near the freeway really you know not easy access just and there were so many headaches probably not even safe in general so yeah yeah it was just like and i could see you getting frustrated you were so like upset and and i was just i'm trying to like let you know like i think patience is key and it will pay off in the long run that's what like all the girls are saying they're just like just it's patience, Wait you know, it you, out. Like you to... don't want to jump into something and get tied down with a lease mm-hmm. that's probably going to last six months to a year. I don't even know. This isn't we're not talking like uh, like uh, what do you call that? Residential real estate. Mm-hmm. We're talking about commercial. But for all I know, they want you for five years, three years. They might want you for a long time. And yeah, with sure. that, you don't want to just jump into a place that it's going to turn out not a great location for business or you put all this money into it. You find out you can't make the revenue you want and you have to move so now you lose a bunch of, i think you know I someone know, who's exactly. doing that yeah. they found a great place it's a little big and now their landlord's just hiking right. up the rent after they've already invested a bunch of money in it to build exactly. out a kitchen mm-hmm. get it exactly how they wanted and now they're finding out that they now have to move because they can't afford to stay there mm-hmm. exactly. it's like oh my gosh so, and so that's the thing that's like oh it's it like does suck to have mm-hmm. to wait but i i honestly think it's the best thing not to wait for that perfect uh, opportunity that perfect location because mm-hmm. you know just like anything there's no perfect time for anything but um i do think that you're just a little bit too much in that 
that frantic kind of like oh my god i'm so desperate i just need it i I just feel like i've been doing this for so long and i've told you this already so we'll just reiterate this but i feel like i've been doing this for so long one i've been doing i've been running my business for seven years and it's just to the point where i'm like i need to have a storefront because i feel like i'm just not getting anywhere and i feel like i'm really stuck you know and i just i don't know like i'm just searching i don't know and i kind of feel like if i don't have this bakery first off then if I don't have this bakery, then I have no accolades. I have nothing to prove my worth, you know? And secondly, it's like, I just, I don't know. I feel like I can do so much more with the spot and with the location. And I'm tired of people picking up at my house. Like it's so sketchy, you know, like it just doesn't doesn't seem professional, professional, you know, but it's the easiest way for me to get my stuff to my clients and stuff. Yeah. And I understand you're justified to feel the way you do. I'm just, I'm really trying to listen to the language you're using and the words you're choosing to say. And it sounds like I want to make sure you want it for the right reasons. Like, yes, you are limiting yourself by only working out of a commercial kitchen and not having a storefront. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you are going to hit a plateau. Like you say, you feel stuck. And that's true because you're not going to be able to continue growth if you're getting to a point where it's just like there's a ceiling. You're literally hitting a ceiling. I I cannot grow more. The thing is, I am hitting a ceiling because I have so many amazing ideas that I'm like, I want to achieve all of these things. But guess what? I am one person I can't do everything. I need to have a team and I can't have a team continuing working at the kitchen because it's just not practical. And it's like to pay my, to pay workers to come to the kitchen. First off, I have to pay for their parking or I have to, you know, I have to do that. And it's just like, for the commercial kitchen you use because it's downtown. Exactly. Not great parking, not great parking. So it's like the parking I would have to pay for. And then I would have to pay for them. And I, you know, and it's just like the space that I have there isn't even like, I don't even get that much space. You know, I get, I have enough, but then it's not, it's not enough. Yeah. And so it's like the amount I want to produce, it's just not enough space for me. That's probably another reason why keeping your rent down would be better because you still have to buy equipment most likely, or Mm -hmm. maybe eventually update. You're going to have to hire a team, which costs money because now we're talking about payroll. Like there are a lot more, we can't just look at it as like, oh, I just need a, you know, a price for mortgage and then that's it. Like there's going to be so much more besides the usual like materials and supplies and all that stuff, paying yourself and everything. Of course. But I just, I think that we just got to kind of wait it out. So let your let your real estate broker like do his job and come up with more options. But you do need to figure out, and I hate to keep saying this, but you do need to figure out what you want. You know, mm-hmm. like you said earlier, you said you went to him with A, B, C, D, and E. But then you'll come back and be like, oh, but I want B, D, F, and L. And then you'd come back and be like, okay, forget that. I want M, N, O, P. And then he's kind of like, I think he even told you like, Jess, you're kind of all over the place. Like what, what, you know, you're over here, then you're over here. Location change and then square footage change and then pricing change and then all these things. And he can only do so much because he's only, he can only work within whatever parameters you give him. Mm -hmm. So I think knowing what you want is, is going to, is going to help him provide you with better options. Now, I think the problem, I think something that you're struggling with is that if you limit what he can find right like if you give him a b c d and e that's it only look at those always look at those let me know when you find something 
it's going to take a lot of time because maybe they're very specific. Maybe they're very niche down. And you that's know? why I think that's why I decided to be like, okay, well, what about this? Okay. And then, uh, I'm kind of flexible on this end. Okay. Well, I'm also flexible on that. And, and you know, but and now you like, become this milky drifting. You don't really know what you want kind of individual, which then is going, I believe, get anyone results. They don't truly want. If you don't know what you're aiming at, you know what I mean? How mm-hmm. are you going to be able to hit it? How are you going to be able to track progress towards it? And then how are you going to hit it? You're yeah. kind of like, Oh, I want this. And then you move the target of, well, I also want that. Oh, wait, but then maybe over here. I know you're trying to cast a wider net because you're hoping that he'll be able to find locations that Mm -hmm. fit within Mm -hmm. it. But I do see a lot of sacrifice coming with that. Like we just talked about the biggest one is that, yeah, we're finding he's finding some spots, but they're in like, I think, just terrible locations you know, yeah, to have know, a business, definitely. to have a long-term business, you know, even yeah. a short-term business. I mean, we visited a couple of them today and I, I looked around. I was just like, I don't know. I don't know how this place is even still in business. Like, mm-hmm, I don't I know agree. unless they they have a good deal already with the landlord where they're paying way less or somehow right, they're true. they're making crazy amounts of revenue to pull it off. But, you know, it just didn't seem all that impressive and all that. Mm-hmm, like, it just I didn't agree. seem um, feasible for you to go in there and do the same thing. So I know you're stressing. I know it's it's kind of uh, discouraging a little bit, probably is, going yeah. around and like just being like, no, this isn't going to work or, oh, that place already got sold or, oh, this is, you know, this is too much money and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, dang, like it, it, we're like that close sometimes. Everything's lining up, but then you find out the price is too much or, oh, someone else already moved in or I don't know what it is. But I know. And it's like, oh, it's just going to take time. I know you. Can, I don't know. I so know it's gonna work yeah, out. and like, okay, so this was what I was gonna tell you earlier before you were like, no, save it for the podcast. Jessica likes and to tell I'm me all like, the good stuff, or just talk <laughs> right before the podcast, and I'm like, we're about to record, like, save it. Okay, go. So when I was bringing this up to the IRL girls, I one of the girls she was saying that this is a really good opportunity to. Um, just really get all the processes in place, you know, figure out all my recipes and the cost for my recipes and figure out the processes. What am I going to do? How am I going to hire people? How am I going to train everyone? So it's like just getting all these things down because she was like, once you have a bakery and once you get that started, it's going to be really hard for you to get that in place. And I was like, you're right. And I, I maybe I should refocus and do that instead and also work on that business plan as well. And yeah, what? Yeah. No, I was just saying I'm glad that person told you that because those are things you're going to have to do regardless. Let's say you're able to find a location tomorrow. You're going to start moving in and realize like, oh, my gosh, I don't know how to hire people. I don't know what training program I'd put them on. I don't know how do I teach people how to make macaroons that I've only been doing by myself for so many years. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. do I have them written down? Do I have measurements written down enough? I know you can read your own writing and I know you know your own shorthand, but would you be able to hand it off to us, you know, someone else, me, your cousin, your aunt and just be like here what does this mean and would we be able to be like oh totally easy step one two and three are right there i gotta Mm -hmm. do this yeah like i don't know i've seen your stuff and i feel like you know it in your head but i don't think you have it down in like a nice it doesn't have to be fancy it could be a binder it could be a packet it could be a manual where people can just look through it and be like a notebook and be like okay yeah i totally understand this is this recipe this is this recipe and i mean you're right now you have such a you just do macaroons so it's probably gonna be pretty easy but once you start expanding to doing pastries and different kind of dessert options, you know, and whether or not you're going to be doing pour over coffee, like all those things are going to need their I own, know, that's true. you know, what is it? Standard uh, operating, operating procedures, procedures yeah. you know, and it's got to be simple enough 
um, and easily understandable so someone else can just pick it up and then go. Because that, that's also going to be how you're going to grow your business is mm-hmm. not working in it, but working on it. And in order to do that, you're going to unfortunately exactly. have to pass off. I know it's your baby and I know it's like precious, but you're going to have to be able to But that's the, the thing is, the that's the goal. That's what I want to get yeah. to, you know, but I can't do that but I, if I have to work on my business 24 seven and I don't have staff to help me out because remember how I was talking to you about this um, maybe a week ago or something about how I just really want a business partner, you know, or yeah. how if I had a business partner, my life would be so much easier because then it's like, oh, I can pass off those responsibilities to someone else. And I know you said like, no, you don't need a partner. You know, you that's what staff is for. But you it's just employee, like, yeah. man, like it's just. Unless you, maybe you want a partner because you think it's free. Like, oh, I just need someone else who's passionate about this and is going to be invested and in. I don't have to pay them. Part of but it, yeah. a partner, if I'm not um, incorrect or if I'm not, oh, my gosh, Jessica's cat's like on top of the bookshelf where there's a lot of other it's stuff. Oh, my gosh. He's going to knock noises. stuff over. Storm, Storm, get down. Come on. Get down. Come on. Oh, God. He's going to come back here and he's going to like hurt himself. Come on. Oh, no. Get down. Should I, should I just grab Jump. him? Jump. Oh, he's, yeah, get him. We're going to, I don't want, Storm is a large cat. And I feel like if he tries to jump down, he's going to probably cause more damage to himself and all the things in our bedroom. Um, what were we saying? We were talking business about partner. business partner. If I'm not mistaken, I think that a business partner takes ownership in the business as well. Mm-hmm. Like to be fair, you would give them a percentage of the company of the business. Right, right, exactly. And I mean, that's totally cool if you want to do that. But at the same time, it's also... What you've been telling me is like this is your baby, and it's you're gonna then have to start sharing uh, decision making with them, and all the creative ideas like, you have have to run by them. And if they don't right. agree, then we start to get you know that mm-hmm. kind of like, oh, we both have to be on the same page all the time, you know. And it's just a little bit more challenging. It is more challenging. However, I just feel like there I could I could have just achieved a lot more, you know. And I feel like I have so much like so many things I want to do, and it's like. You're 20. You're about to be 28 years old. You're, you're acting I like know. you're 60 years old and you've lost uh, all this time. I did lose all this time. Even at 60, there's so much time left. Like, are you kidding? I People are living until, I don't know, the 80s or 90s. I just see a lot of the businesses around this area that do have business partners. And I'm like, man, like. Baby, I don't know. the grass the is compares? always greener on the yeah. other side. I'm, I'm not saying that it wouldn't give you what you're looking for. But I will tell you this, and I promise that it will come with its own challenges and drawbacks and other things that you're not even noticing now because you don't have a partner, so it's impossible for you to to be aware of it. But if you had it, you're like, oh my gosh, I finally do have someone who can help me with all this work. And then you find out that you guys get in arguments all the time, and Mm -hmm. then you find out they're making decisions without you, and then you find out, not that this is guaranteed to happen, but you know, now you're working with someone instead of just being able to kind of, you know, drive the boat wherever you want i don't know Mm -hmm. why i chose driving a boat i don't think that is how you do that but um yeah so but it's just like just that load and and just being able to be like hey i need to bounce some ideas off of you what do you think you know and it's just like being able to that's why you have the IRL girl but then at the same time it's like having somebody else also bring in ideas too and it's not just all coming from me you know but i don't know it's just i think maybe i'm just getting really overwhelmed and i'm just like man i want a bakery i want this i want that I, i want to achieve so much but then at the same time i just feel like i'm stuck and i'm limited and and maybe i don't have a business partner and that's probably why or maybe i don't have a bakery and that's probably why oh my gosh you have 
there's so, such a scarcity, like limiting mindset right now. Like your 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 uh, limiting beliefs right now are probably gonna be keeping you from a lot, or if anything, like at the very least, just making you feel super shitty because. Oh my gosh, just hearing you talk like I can't be successful unless I have a bakery. I can't do it unless I have a partner. Why do I have to come up with all these ideas? Why can't someone else do it for me? You know what I mean? Like I I feel like you're you're starting to focus on the wrong things here. I know. But that's and that's why I started meditating because then I was like good. How's that going? I didn't I didn't meditate today yet. Maybe that's why you're I know, maybe that's why I'm so stressed out. Yeah, you're like super just just like uh, And I know you have a lot going on. You know, I know you're juggling marketing and you're juggling customer service and you're juggling the production of your macaroons and packaging and then baby delivery yes the babysitting <laughs> is not part of the business but that's a little bit extra yeah. although you could probably argue that once you have a team under you you will be doing some minor quote unquote babysitting especially in the beginning until you can train them and get them up to speed with where they need to be and you earn <laughs> they can earn your trust but you know all these things maybe watching these kids is a good practice because it's pulling you all in all these different directions, but I mean, you are doing probably way too much for one single person. I do think that you need to be able to grow a team, but that comes with a cost. And in order to get more revenue, we need to produce more. In order to produce more, a storefront comes into play. It's like this horrible catch 22. Like it's like when people graduate from high school and they're trying to get a job and they're like, Oh yeah, oh, well you yeah. need three years experience. It's like, yeah, but I just graduated. How can I get three years? Of but it's experience? like, that's the job even, I need. That's the right? job. I need. Yeah. it's like, you can't, you can't even get the experience until you get a job, but they won't give you the job because you don't have experience. So it's like this horrible, like what the, I can't even, I can't get a storefront, which is going to allow me to grow because I don't have enough money. And in order to get more money, I need a storefront that's going to help me to grow. It's exactly, like this horrible, yeah. it's, a, it's this horrible, like catch 22, I think. So it, it is just going to come down to even, I guess, if it's a bad location. Yeah. So I know, think it comes down to either to do I'm going to have to suck it up, go into a bad location, or I'm going to have to suck it up and pay a lot in rent, you know? Yeah. And so it's like, which one do I want more? So, yeah. I mean, it, it's, I think we're leaning towards the bad location because a lot of, in, a lot of the IRL girls you talk to say, you don't want to be spending a whole lot in rent. Exactly. You don't want, yeah. you know, you don't know how much you're going to be making in revenue and it'd be a shame for most of it or all of it to go to rent. You wouldn't even be profitable. That wouldn't be a business. Exactly. If you're just, that's like living paycheck just to paycheck. Just making enough that's money terrible. just to pay rent. And that's <laughs> if, what if you make less, then you're owing money yeah, and then you're, exactly. you're losing money. Then you know what like, I mean? Oh. But then I guess if I start in a, a bad location and build my business and figure out all the ins and outs of that, then when I do open up a second location, it's like, cool. I know, I, I know what to expect and I can find a better place. Yeah. But yeah. And now we're trying to justify like, what's the, do we go with the more expensive place and risk, you know, losing money and running out of business right, or, exactly. you know, running down the business to literally nothing and running out of money? Or do we go with, uh, something in a crappy neighborhood, a bad mm-hmm. area, but then, you know, it's slow enough where you can really start to figure out all these like procedures and you can hire maybe one person and really start slow and grow slow. But, you know, we're just not going to get a whole lot of foot traffic and a lot of business through the front exactly, door. Yeah. You'll have to find ways of being creative and like putting yourself out there and really going after, mm-hmm. you know, customers instead of yeah, le- waiting for them to come to and you. I feel like with either options, it's like I do have plans, you know, I have plans that I want to achieve and 
It's just not going to happen if a I don't have really a storefront. really will give you the option to do whatever you have planned in your head. Because I, I have, because I'm like, I just, I want to do more, you know? I want to do more than just macaroons. I want to do other desserts. And it's like, I just can't do that because I don't have a place to offer that. Well, once you... So that's one thing. Once you get, but a place wouldn't solve that. Because once you get a place, then you need to hire a person who will be do able to handle me. macaroons. Exactly. Then yeah. when they're handling macaroons, you're over on the side working on pastries. And once you get that mastered, you can either teach it to the person, the first person in this example, mm-hmm. or you hire another person to do pastries. So mm-hmm. now you got a person for macaroons, a person for pastries. And then you're working on something else. Or you're bouncing back to make sure they're doing a good job and getting better and better. But then it's always scary because, you know, people call out sick. People yeah, get new jobs. Yeah, people move. People, you know quit they get fired i don't know so it's always scary to think i'm just gonna have one person i'm gonna put all my eggs in their basket because but even if i just stick with macaroons it's like i have so many ideas and i'm like i want to i want to do it all i just can't produce as much as i want to produce by myself so if i had help if i had someone help me helping me produce or even just literally just answering emails that would take a lot like an assistant or something i think it would be good to have someone in the store that would you know, in the storefront that would help, you know, run the register. And if it's not busy, they could help you in the kitchen. They could help exactly, cleaning yeah. or like maybe doing emails Dishes, or doing something. Yeah, exactly. Something to where you're not Agreed. trying to juggle everything, you know. And I, I want to see like once you open up a place, I want to try to give you as much time and energy of my own because I wouldn't charge you for it. You know, mm-hmm. I would just be trying to help you. I'd be like that unofficial partner that's just invested because I'm invested with emotions and love and we're in this together you know being married we're a team so it's like i want to see your business flourish and succeed i want to see you happy and i know you have a lot i can see you have like a lot of emotions into it and it it gets so overwhelming that i can see it kind of tearing you down but then i know also on the flip side of that when you do good and you have a great event or people are super happy about your product you're ecstatic i think it's dangerous that we put so much uh, you know that we i'm saying we like as mm-hmm. a, as a race put so much power into outside sources determining our happiness like that shouldn't be how it well i believe it shouldn't be how it is i can't tell you how you want to live your life but you know i want i think you know every now and then we should remind ourselves of like the good things we've done and Mm -hmm. where we've where were we before and where are we now and like being grateful and because it's funny you say like oh my gosh i just don't you know i've been i had a business for so long i just don't feel like i'm you know i don't know i could tell you you're not super like you're not so proud about where you've where you've like how far you've come Mm -hmm, yeah but you just focus on like what you don't have in the future but i think if you took a moment i think it is like the wrong mindset and it's like i shouldn't be thinking about that obviously i should be celebrating like all the wins like you said you're just like what i'm so proud of you but i'm just like yeah but i'm not proud of myself i just feel like and that's maybe that's the thing first of all it's really easy for me to say this because i'm outside the situation it's not i'm not the one in it you have to say you're my husband and of course i'm the i'm your husband so (laughs) So i'm gonna build you up but i remember when i was having my little meltdown i don't know a couple weeks back a month ago it doesn't matter what kind of stuff you're trying to you're trying to change my perspective you're trying to get me look on the positive side you're trying to distract me nothing was working because i had my mind set up i was just like i'm not happy and i'm the, this mm-hmm. and i have so much work to do and blah 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 blah. Yeah, i was like i'm sure i was a pain to be around so i don't want to get too much on you be like oh just just change your mind and da, 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 da. but i think if you know maybe just that little spark will hopefully help to where you're like yeah you know in time things happen for a reason it will work out. I have so much faith that it's going to work out. You will get a storefront. And when you do, you're going to do big things. And over the course of your business, you're going to 
you know, grow and, and it may take time. Like things don't just happen overnight and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I know that Fancy Flavors is going to be a big thing, which is amazing. I think it's going to be so much fun and very exciting. And then it's also going to be good for all the people who get to, you know, benefit by eating your delicious macaroons and drinking your pour over coffee. If that's what you decide to do, man. That was a lot. <laughs> that was heavy. No, I'm just kidding. It was. Well, it was because I know that pretty much been beating a dead horse all day. You guys have no idea. When we were driving around, spending an hour to look at locations, I just nonstop talked Jessica's ear off about like all this stuff we just talked about. So Jessica's You're been like, the what same. do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, figure what, what you want. do you? It's like the notebook meme. It's like, yeah. What, what do you do want? You want? I don't know. And I'm like, I don't know. It's like, That's oh amazing. my gosh. <laughs> it's, I mean, true. You don't know. Deep down, you just want to have a location. Yeah. And this is what um, Janelle says. It's like, she says, you have to be very specific. You have to really, really, really put it out there and ask for, you have to put your order out there and you have to be specific. What do you want? Like what, like what color is the door? How much square footage? How much are you going to pay? Like how like this, this, and that, like, where is it located at? Like, and all these things. And she's like, you just have to start getting really, really specific. And then, yeah. so I'm like, maybe I'm just not specific enough. Cause I'm, you know, like you said, cause I'm just all over the place. I'm like, okay, I want this, this and that. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll just add this. Oh, let's just scratch that and do something else. You know, I just imagine it makes it harder for your broker. Cause he'll be like, I don't know what she's looking for yeah there there might be a perfect location that he can't find because you have them scattered all over the place yeah that's scattered true. thoughts but every time i say scattered i always think of our podcast you uh, know me i'm just scattered <laughs> so scattered yeah but see how it doesn't work in this situation we really need you to rein you in and I, I know i just need someone to read my mind i'm a big, I'm a big advocate for like structure and organization and all that stuff yeah. but we can we saw from last week's episode like I'm too much that way. So then I get, I'm not flexible enough. I really right. crumble. Oh when yeah. Things fall and I'm apart. very uncertain where I'm just like, oh, I want this. I want that. <laughs> are you being sarcastic? I can't tell. No, no. That's like you me being uncertain. Like you're more just yeah, like, ah, I kind of just, you know, like, yeah, just, just go with Just it. find me something, you know? So. Yeah. Which I think, you know, maybe that's a vision. You're more of a visionary. And I think that's part, like that's the quality of a visionary is that because they don't know, you know what I mean? Like if we didn't have, if, if, if life was only determined, like people only, well, no one would take risks then unless they absolutely knew the outcome. What kind of life would that be? It'd be so boring. You know what I mean? Like no one would be trying new things because there's the, uh, you know, you mm-hmm. might fail. You don't know how it's going to turn out. It's like, oh my right. gosh, I wouldn't want to live in a world that, like that. And yet, ironically, that's how I live my life. I'm very much so like, I'm not going to take those big risks because I don't know what's going right. to happen, you know? And that's why I think us as a couple are very strong because you aren't afraid to be like, let's just do this. And I'm like, babe, I don't, we don't know. Th- you reel me back in. Yeah, this is all figurative, right? There, let's say you're like I, flying out into the sky and I'm just like, whoa, and I got to like pull you down like a kite and I'm yeah. like, whoa, stay here, stay here. But I'm like, and no, you're like, come with me. Yeah, yeah, you're like, but I'm like, we don't know what's out there. And you're like, I know, that's so exciting. And yeah, yeah. your attitude is just like so positive in that way. And I'm just like kind of fearful, right. more like, no, let's stay grounded. But I think you pull me and lift me up and I kind of keep you from flying out into outer space and then getting so, taken yeah. off into the universe. But you know, it's it's a good, what is it's that? You're the visionary and then I'm the like integrator. Yeah. Like yin and yang. Yeah. Right. But I almost feel like can't be too much of the, too mm-hmm. much like me, too much structure. You can't be too much uh, certainty because then you're not going to really be able to live life and know what's out there. So mm-hmm. I actually admire you for the fact that you take risks, that you you don't 
need to know necessarily like what's going to happen and you're not afraid to just like put yourself out there and like even you I could see it in your head you're like oh man like there's so much I want to do and having a storefront is going to really open up opportunities and here I am like I'm so scared I'm like what is she even talking about like what yeah. how do you even know like I don't know it's just, just know. it's like in my personality just to just know, freak just out but you I know, love that yeah. I feed off of it and you know I'm, what's kind of funny oh, sorry no it's okay go ahead I was just gonna say like you just saying like I have an idea and because I'm so invested in our relationship and I want to see you so happy and I love you so much I'm like okay, my brain's like my, my brain that is so structured and stuff. It starts to think of ways to make your crazy visions happen. Like, I think that's, what's really cool of an, uh, what is it? And, uh, an integrator integrator is that they're like, okay, I don't know why you would think of that or how it's going to work, but you know what? It doesn't matter. Let's just, let me find a way to try to, a creative solution to try to make it happen. And then we'll just test it out. Because the thing is, I'm not thinking about okay, my next goal is to open up a bakery. Yes, okay, that is true. However, yeah. Yeah. However, my next goal is what am I going to do after I open up a bakery? Because it doesn't stop there. And then it's like, what am I going to do after that happens? So it's like, I have to keep thinking 10 steps ahead i have to keep thinking about but doesn't that. it get overwhelming since you're, you're it does because i'm now limited and i'm just like i yeah. can't even do anything because i have so many ideas and it's like no, i want to so achieve so much there. and it's like i can't anyway but you know what's really funny it's because it, like the thing is i was like okay these are the locations i want to be at and at first i was like campbell and then that didn't work out but now my my broker's like okay well there's a place in campbell for you and i'm like uh, i don't know and then i was like cupertino and i was like no it's too expensive and he's like okay well here's a place in cupertino for you and i'm like uh it's too expensive and then i was like tasty right and he was like okay well here's like all these places that i've wanted i think all these cities that i've wanted there are there are locations but it's like i'm just not specific enough and it's like these it is available to me i remember how i was like i was thinking in my head like i really want to be next to a high school and he found one for me and i was like okay maybe not i remember yesterday i was like man if i can just find one next to mopitas high school that would be perfect oh my fucking god there's like a place open sorry with it now make it explicit yeah, I, I said shitty earlier. Oh my okay. God, like this place opened up and I'm just like, oh, okay. So I, yeah, I just have to. That I was interesting. So we went to go get Little Caesars again. I know it's terrible. We love, we love but as we parked the car, I was just like, man, you know, it'd be a good location is right there. That one spot right there. And Jess is like, oh, that's edible arrangements. They're already, there's already a business there. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know. But that would have been a good spot. We're close to a high school, like you said. We're close to Milpitas High School, which after looking up online, doing some research, they have great, yeah, great scores. Um, probably like, I, j- I think in this area, the the cumulative household income is is high enough to where mm-hmm. you want it to be definitely better than where we were looking at earlier today mm-hmm. yes. but all these things are positive and you were like no but edible arrangements is there and they're a big like kind of business a company a big conglomerate and i was like okay so we go to little caesars and then yeah like you just said on the door it wasn't anywhere else no big signs nothing obvious on a door was like a piece of paper that said oh this location closed visit our neighboring location sorry for the inconvenience blah 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 and in my head this whole time i was like man if i can just have a spot here that would be but then perfect. What I was going at or getting to is that once I said that, it's like your whole demeanor changed. You're like, oh, they are, they are out. And then you're just kind of like, oh yeah, well. And then you started kind of like, I don't know, questioning things. I think it's because like, I talked when I talked to my broker, he was just like, look, if you want to be in Mopitas, you have to pay the top dollar. And I'm just like, freaking a, like, are you kidding me? Oh, you me? think that spot would that's even why, be too much? Yeah, and that's why I started no, getting Mopitas? kind of like, man. And so now I have to really, really, really think about it because I'm like, why is Mopitas this place so expensive? Can, 
because maybe because high demand because look milpitas is small it's literally next to a high school so it's like yeah. it's gonna be really expensive houses so. here in milpitas are i think about a million dollars real estate's so, going up like crazy so it's like yeah it's gonna be expensive you know and so i'm kind of like there are places in milpitas and at first i was like oh, i, I kind of want to stay away from it but i'm like man this place like literally i feel like i'm just like i maybe i should go for it you know but i really have to think about like do i want to pay the high price tag for a spot here there will always and be I'm just like Ugh. there will always be an element of like and, and we just talked about this there's always like this unknown right we're not gonna know if it's gonna work out and it's very scary you know and that, mm-hmm. that it to me it frightens the hell out of me like i don't know that stuff just you know to you i'm sure you're like yeah there's a little risk it's a little scary but we can well, let's figure it out you know for me i'm just like terrified yeah but i'm definitely a let's just figure it out there will be no perfect time <laughs> no perfect opportunity i think it honestly comes down to the the greater of both evils or or what's the the term like basically since none of them are going to be perfect you just kind of have to pick the one that has almost like the most qualities that you're looking for mm-hmm. the one that's going to you're going to be able to sleep at night. It's going to hurt the least, you know, yeah. like it's not going to have all the qualities you want. But hey, three out of six isn't bad compared to the other ones, which are like ones and twos, mm-hmm, you know, and it is going to it's it sucks because, of course, you want it to just be boom. It has everything I need. It's in the perfect place and it's cheap and it's just, oh, my gosh, it's so great mm-hmm, foot traffic. And, but maybe it's it's one of those things that, you know, what? let's get it and it's OK. And we just build it to be even better right. we yeah. make creative demand we make people want to drive out of their way to come visit us we really try to put it on the map as far as like whoa did you guys hear about the you know fancy flavors finally got a storefront yeah it's kind of over here out of the way but we got to go check it out like mm-hmm. look at all the stuff they're doing and then on top of that like you said you'll have your own personal kitchen your own your more store space you know hopefully more fridge space and stuff to store things we'll be able to produce more Hopefully you can start exploring like online orders even more. And, you know, like you said, just that ceiling will lift, you know. Sure, it's still going to be there, but it's going to be higher up now so you can grow even more. And I don't know. I'm just trying to be positive now looking for silver linings. It's tough. It's really tough. Not only am I exhausted from just today, like we've been doing a lot with the kids and then looking for store friends and I'm trying to do stuff for work, but this stuff is just taxing like emotionally I can see it taking out of you and then that when we got back home and you were just like I have so much work to do and then you're I can still I can tell you were still thinking about the storefronts and you're getting a little kind of you know uh, flustered with that and then you know your mom's just like can you help me with the kids and I was just I felt you got you were so like it seems stressed and overwhelmed that it got to me I came upstairs and not like I wanted to cry but I was just so upset you know what I mean the kids were so loud I wanted to go down just yell and be like you guys stop stop bothering Jess and stop doing this but I knew like they're just kids. It's not their fault, you know? And so yeah, and thankfully I didn't are. just blow up. Because right. I, I mean, a lot of people know me. I seem patient enough. I'm always kind of like smiling and in a good mood. But I swear, when it comes to people that are really, really close to me, like you, my brother, family, like I flip on people. Like if it, it really gets me, if I see that you guys are not happy or stressed or being hassled and stuff, like it really gets to me. But, you know, I breathed it out, kind of worked <clears throat> on stuff and mm-hmm. saw... And it tried to visit you more downstairs and I can see that, yeah, you're hanging out with the kids, but then you're also doing emails and trying to help out your mom. And I can see it seemed like maybe you were getting a little less overwhelmed. I know you probably weren't, but it just seemed that way. So that made me feel better enough that I wanted to come down and help watch the kids to try to distract them, which, oh my gosh, it's so much work. It's a lot of work. (laughs) Bringing us full circle to the beginning of this episode, which is why we're like, do we even want 
kids? Yes, because we will be the ones signing up I for it. I think when we have kids, it'll be at a different time of our life, you know? You know yeah. what I mean? Different AKA, AKA after I open up my baby. Yeah, after you get a storefront and That's after we get that. That's part of the vision. It's like, its I can't have fucking kids. <laughs> the ceiling is bigger. also preventing us from having kids. I It frightens me because I see how much work and, and time and energy that it takes to raise children. And if you're trying to run a business and I'm struggling with my career and then if I help your dad and start taking over his auto shop, it's like, oh, my gosh, who's going to be watching the kids? We can't just be passing it off on family all the time. That's and what then, uh, outsourcing is for. That's outsourcing. Why. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'll just go to Fiverr or Upwork and be like, are there any nannies out here? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can go on the rabbit. Craigslist. TaskRabbit. <laughs> I recognize the name, but I don't we know have what a it's house for. Clean, we can have a house cleaner just be like, hey, you're going to be here for like an hour, right? All right, let me just run you just out. watch these kids at the same time <laughs> while you're vacuuming. Just don't vacuum them up. <laughs> I don't just know. Kidding. I just, I, my a fear I have is like going to work all day, coming home, wanting rest, and then, you you know, you can't clock out because you got to now take on the mom role, the dad role, and watch the kids, you know, and it's not you fair. You never clock out of that. To watch kids? No, of the parenting role. Yeah, like it's, it's always, it's always, yeah, even when you're at work, you still got, I'm sure, the thoughts on your mind and you're figuring out their school stuff and maybe you're worried about their safety or they're sick at home or anything it is. You're always a parent. You're going to be, a, once true. you have kids, you're a parent for the rest of forever, you know, but um, yeah, so it's, it's frightening because it's like in this area, in order to survive, I feel like both of us got to be working, both of us got to be making a lot of money. But then to also want to have to have a family and raise kids, it's like really challenging. Like that's those are things I don't want to say I'm worried about because I don't want to focus on the negative. But it's there. I realize that's a, a real thing. And, you know, I got to at least be aware of it and, mm-hmm, and accepting mm-hmm. of it. But, man, part of me wants to say we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Another part of me says, like, well, we got to prepare and try to figure things out. But yeah. it's kind of the same struggle. You're finding yourself in your storefront. It's like you can't you can only prepare so much without having a storefront. We can only exactly. prepare so much without having kids. To actually yeah. figure, you learn as you go, in a sense. Oh my gosh, it's frightening. Woo! Thanks yeah, for this. This episode was all about, so. all about limitations and worries and craziness. But I do see light at the end of the tunnel. Oh no, is that a train? Ah! <laughs> okay. Bad joke. I don't know. I'm kind of like, I know it's coming. Um, last week, actually, I had a really good feeling and I was like, I think it's going to happen soon. But now I'm like, I don't even know. The anymore. storefront or kids? The storefront. Because you got to tell me this. Just storefront. kidding. So. And then and then it, it didn't happen? Or like, what happened? And then I started getting discouraged. And I was like, it's Aww. not going to happen. Maybe just having so. like a roller coaster of emotions, just these up and I downs. So. and It's going to work out. It's going to be good. We're going to make it. High five. All right. What I love you. now? What time is it? It's like currently 5.36 on a Friday. Happy Friday, everyone, if you're Happy listening Friday. to this live. It is a beautiful, sunny day on April 12th. Yes. TGIF. Although, I don't know what that's like because Thursday, Friday are my days off. True. So, Can I mean, I'm actually sure not I'm not super happy about Fridays because uh, tomorrow I go back to work. So, it's almost like today's my Sunday, really. And then Jess works every single every day. day. So, there is no such thing as Friday. Every day is Monday for her. Just always on the grind, which uh, yeah. I admire so much. Speaking of which, I'm super appreciative. Uh, what was it? So there's a couple Are things I wanted to say. Are we going to appreciation now? 
Yeah, if okay. you're cool, was yeah, there other yeah. stuff you want to talk about? No, that's This episode's getting super long. These people are probably long gone. They've turned it off, or they fell asleep, or it's just playing they're in the background. Like, they don't you guys are care. bumming me out right now. You know now. what? They're probably in their storefronts having a great, successful business, and they're raising their perfect and little they're children just like, with ease, and they're making girl. so much money, and they're all like, ha ha, I don't understand your scattered problems. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> that's kidding. exactly what's happening. Um, what were some of the things I was very thankful for and, and grateful for? I know yesterday... It, you know, I know you're always so busy and we've been trying to watch Umbrella Academy on Netflix and it's mm-hmm. been taking us a long time, but you sacrificed uh, a lot of time out of your night for us to finish that, that show, which was awesome, by the way. So thank you so much for that. You were Wait, hungry last night and wanted something for dinner. I said, let's go out to eat. And then you were kind of throwing out some ideas and I was like, eh. and then you're like, well, what do you want? And I was like, pizza sounds good. You're like, then let's get pizza then. And like, you totally just threw out a lot of options that you had and just to make me happy and get this, the Little Caesars, which I do love so much, even though it's, it's like crappy, good. cheap pizza. Yeah. It's just, it's oh, it hits good. this spot. I don't know what it is for me. Crazy I think bread, stuffed crust. But we need to stop going to this oh. location because they do not know how to cut a pizza. Yeah, second time. Like, and what is going on? We literally on? have to pull out our own knife and slice through all the way. Yeah. They almost like, they, I can see the lines, the grooves, but they don't press down hard enough. Or they're they're not even using a sharp blade. It's just like, I don't know. It's yeah, just a, I don't know what it is, but I'm just like, really? He, oh, okay. Maybe we should give him like some feedback. <laughs> maybe I don't we're know. just picky. I don't know. And uh, this is an easy one, but you gave me your coffee today, which you didn't have to do. So thank you, Joanna. And thank you, Jess, for feeding me the coffee, which... Still got, still got the jitters, but that means it's good. That means that money that was paid was well worth it. If it's got me energetic, I hope it doesn't keep me up tonight. Look at me. Oh my God. Oh my God, I'm shaking. <laughs> super, no, I'm super steady. And then she just starts shaking it herself. But baby, thank you so much. I am grateful for you. Even just your company, like having you hang out with me, do these, do these shows and stuff. And, you know, I do see, especially when the, through these downtimes, I see you got a lot going on and I see you getting stressed out and overwhelmed. So it really means a lot. Just the littlest things you do today. You, you bought me a muffin today. Like you didn't have to do that. It was like two bucks. I could have done it. And you're like, no, I got My it. Oh, no, you don't bu- even have cash. So you can't even buy it. Did they only take cash? Yeah. You okay. have to spend over $10 <laughs> to, to use a card. Oh, bummer. well, we would have bought, Luckily, I had a, bought a shit ton of muffins then and yeah. been like, dude, give me 10 bucks, 10 yeah. bucks, more than 10 bucks worth of food. I don't know. I got to use a card, but I appreciate that you helped me out You did all that. There's a lot of little things I don't give you enough appreciation for. So sorry I'm, for that. Because I'm overwhelmed and you're just like, fine, let me just pull out all the cards now. No. Let me just throw it all on the table. Oh, I'm well, maybe kidding. I'm trying to like, yeah, I'm trying to smother you with, with appreciation to hopefully put out this fire, but. Thanks. Um, I appreciate that you came with me to the delivery. I almost forced you. I was like, hey, so I was thinking, do you want to come to the delivery with me? And then we can go check out locations. And you're like, oh, yeah, sure. But I made sure that you weren't super busy because I don't want you to be stressed out. So it was nice uh, for you to come with me to check out these locations. And I don't know, just look with me, you know. I mean, I would have done it by myself, but it's nice to have company and to get like a second opinion. And yeah, so it was, it was nice. And then also thanks for taking, just taking over with the kids because oh, they are a handful. And I played catch with Tyler for like five minutes straight with this little stuffed animal dog. And it was the most boring activity ever. <laughs> but he likes it. He I finds know. a lot of enjoyment from it, yeah. you know. And I just have to remind myself like, oh, they're just... They're really young. They're only seven and two. So I can't yell at them because it's not their fault that they are. Like, I just, I just but have they want a, attention. Exactly. And it's like, I just am so comfortable with like my life and like 
going to like going to work and getting my work done and then doing emails and you know doing all these things and then something is in my way where I'm like oh my gosh this is weird this is different and I'm not used to this and so it's overwhelming so yeah yeah it's hard for me it's super uncertain but the thing that drove me through it was just knowing like I was hopefully freeing up time for you to be able to get more done and I think when we have kids I'm gonna look at it as like hey I'm raising our mm-hmm. own, you know, we're, we're raising our own little human mm-hmm. and yeah. I want them to be ready for this world. I want them to achieve a lot like their mom does, you know, has achieved and is still achieving. And I want to kind of prepare them for life. And so if that means yeah, giving them attention course. and reading to them all the time and teaching them, you know, yeah, of course, that's what I, I mean. Think. And I, and in the end, I, I kind of hope our kids turn out to be like that because like, they're both very curious people. And I like that. I like that. They're like, Ooh, what Tyler is and Tara, the yeah. one that we're, yeah, they're very curious. That and I, I really enjoy that. And I like, I like that. They're like, what is happening what is this and asking all these questions because well i mean tara can't but she's just like you can tell she she's just like follows very me like yeah and she's just like watching everything, everything you know and it's really cool it's cool to see that and i'm like hopefully our kids won't have any reservations and they'll they'll be they'll ask all the questions they'll be like little reservations at a restaurant yeah exactly. those will be my kids because they will be eating <laughs> their asses off at some restaurant you mean like they won't be super reserved and super like shy or anything introverted yeah. into themselves and yeah, stuff exactly. hopefully we can break them out of that shell yeah. it'll be cool so love you babe love you too keep up the good work all right wrap it up yeah all right guys thank you so much for spending another week how do i say it another evening well it's evening for us i don't know when you're listening to this but thank you for spending another some time hour with another us. hour that was yeah we're pretty much hour. our episodes are kind of getting longer and longer Thanks for letting us like just kind of splurge and just like release all everything that's going on in our yeah, minds. It's like a therapy all this session. Scattered. It is. It's kind of cool. Plus someone's just listening to us. It's like couples therapy. Just kidding. But um bump. Why is that funny? Because of Casey and Candace. Casey and Candace. Okay. Like, Casey and Candace. Casey Neistat and Candace. I don't know her last name, but it's his wife. Have their own podcast called Couples Therapy. And that my friends started off our whole journey one year ago. I was going to say today, but it wasn't a year ago today. But remember, you heard their yeah. their podcast. You're like, "Hey, we should do that." I was like, "We could totally do this." And here we are, almost a year later. It's insane. How? Yeah, I don't even know when we started. I'll count remember. the episodes. We'll we'll figure it out next time. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jessica's tired. It wouldn't be a scattered th- podcast, <laughs> scattered thoughts podcast episode if Jessica wasn't yawning and like, oh, "I'm tired." <laughs> I've been yawning this entire episode. Have you? Yes. Oh man, I'm just so. I don't pay attention to detail very well, apparently. Yeah, I can tell. I'm staring I'm just, at you and like... I see that. Yawning. Oh, so I'm getting lost in your eyes, babe. They're so beautiful. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll catch you next week, okay? Take care of yourselves. Keep it scattered. Bye. Bye.